to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU-352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the time. So one day we decided to record it. Today we're going to be talking about Star Wars Return of the Jedi radio drama episodes 4 through 6. Peyton, how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Um, had a good weekend. Uh, we went to Epcot for the 50th anniversary. And um, we spent about 10 hours there, which is more than what we normally uh, stay for. We did get on Remy's Ride to Adventure in the afternoon. Um, cute ride. Love the ride. Not worth the virtual queue. Um, not worth the uh, 4 minute and 40 minute. Four minutes and forty second wait. I mean, uh, ride time. Um, but I'm glad I get on, got on it. Mostly because I wanted to make sure I wrote it because your dad wrote it. You know. Yeah. Um, it's always fun to kind of one up your dad. That's a great statement. I, it's it's true on a lot of levels. <laughs> yeah. And you know, with one with one thing or another, I'm not even so sure I'm going to be even renewing my pass at the end of this month. Mm. Uh, I haven't made a final decision yet, but you know, with the fact that they're all like they all changed in pricing and changed in name, you know, there's so much else I want to do, and I was really hoping that they would drop a, an opening date for Guardians of the Galaxy, which they finally did. They stated 2022, but they never gave us an actual date. And I'm not waiting for another year. Because as much as I want to write it and go launch backwards, um, it's not worth another year. Um, so, might renew. If I mean, if we don't renew, we'll probably buy a new pass in a couple of years when there's like a new batch of goodness to explore. Um, Saw the new fireworks show, and it was spectacular. Awesome. So, how about your? How about you? You had a good weekend. I did. Uh, I went to go see a uh, a, for the uh, double feature of Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time ever, and uh, it the humor is up my alley. I'm a big fan of like Mystery Science Theater three thousand, like that kind Uh of like heckle the show as it's, like, heckle the movie because it's a movie you've seen a million times kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, like, uh, I kind of wish I would have watched the movie first. Mm. <laughs> I feel like a lot of it was lost on me because everyone mm. around me was reciting the lines and doing, like, the callbacks and stuff, and I just, mm-hmm. I literally couldn't hear it. But that's mm-hmm. that's fine. It was a fun experience. I went with good friends, and... uh we uh, we had we had yeah. a good time. You were in my neck of the woods, apparently. Yes, I was over in yeah. Le Clan. Okay, I'll swear. I was recovering. I was recovering from Friday. Had a lot of food and a lot of drinks. Um, slept till eleven a.m., which I normally don't do. Um, but no, it was still fun. And then uh. Yeah, it's just been quiet. Yes, you know, quiet Sunday yesterday. Today, I'm trying to handle something I should have handled months and months and months ago, and I'm 
not going to be happy if it fails, but so the Ben Solo Legacy lightsaber that I bought, yeah. Um, when I put new batteries in it, only the middle of the blade glows. Uh oh. Not the bottom or the top. And I don't know if it's the blade or if it's the hilt. Well, I bought the thing a year ago. Yeah. So I'm trying to accomplish it now before I end up not, you know, renewing my pass or you know whatever. So now I'm going to have to try and dig up the proof of purchase via pay statement since I don't have the receipt. Um, so I don't know how it's going to turn out. Um, and if I get a new one, I'll probably just, well, I'm not sure what I would do with a new one. Because I hardly ever use the first one. I think you know what my intentions are with a new one. Yeah. Without without me saying it. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, that's my day. I started watching The Crown on Netflix for some odd reason. Um, mostly because I like British history. And with a lack of things to watch right now, Disney Plus and anywhere else, I figured I would watch something a bit more down to earth. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus, so I did finish Vision, so I tried to. <laughs> lost it. Got lost at the bunny. I did. I did. There, there were a handful of episodes that I enjoyed. And I kind of wish there were like a part one, I mean, a, like a part two or part three of it. But there were just another, a lot of them were just, ugh. And like, and like, a lot of it was like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. So like, did you finish it or did you watch it? I still haven't watched it. Uh, my friend that uh-huh. I was supposed to have a watch party with uh, is uh, moving to North Carolina. Oh, she's uh, up in North Carolina. Rala, North Carolina. Um, Listen, and so when I <laughs> when I used to live in North, in North Carolina, I had a teacher, um, one of my orientation mobility teachers. Um, she asked me about my sister, of course, you know, Riley, but she's like, How's Riley? I'm like, What? What'd you say? <laughs> How's Riley? Oh, Riley, not Riley. <laughs> um, I do have some news, some some little bits of Star Wars news here and there. So, number one, uh, Friday dropped the terrifying tales, Lego Star Wars terrifying tales, which I tried to watch, did not. I, I couldn't stand the voices of Vader and Palpatine. I could not watch yeah, it. It got weird. It got weird. I mean, I watched the holiday special one last year, um, but I couldn't handle it this year. <laughs> um, aside from that, they did like another one of those little. Um, they do these little weird films where they take different aspects of the Star Wars universe and they. Just do like seven minute montages with like four or five episodes and they name them different things. So they did one for Star Wars vehicles, they did one for Star Wars planets. Uh, this time it was the sounds of Star Wars. So 
I did watch that. Weird, but I watched it. Um, I found at Epcot. I don't know why it was at Epcot, but I found a 12-inch talking Dinjarin. Really? Yes, yes. Um, actually, it was very decently priced, and um, it's actually one of the better figures I've seen in a long time. And I wasn't going to buy him, but I'm like, you know what? I need something. I need somebody next to my Grogu. <laughs> so I bought him. He has eight phrases, including this is the way. Um, I can bring you in warm. Or I can bring you in cold. Um, his flamethrower lights up. And his blaster lights up. With blaster and flamethrower sounds. Cool. Um, last, I got some breaking news. And we need to have our Venmo's ready. I think we need people to start Venmoing us. <laughs> Star Wars, the Galactic Star Cruiser opens March 1st, 2022. Oh boy. And our birthdays are in March. <laughs> and let me tell you, Max, I got on the phone with your, with your dad like five minutes <laughs> after I got the news. I'm like, dude, you, need, you and my dad need to get together. And make this happen for us. <laughs> and he said, no way. And then I tried asking my dad for Christmas. My mom shot that one down. She said I should use my travel fund. Which technically, she's right. It is traveling. <laughs> okay, that's actually no, really it funny. Is, it is happening March 1st. Um, general um, booking starts the 28th of October, people. For APs, there is a window from October 7th through the 9th for pre-sales. Uh, that's the very short window, folks. Ooh, and I'm not going to even attempt it. Because I bet you it's going to start and then the website is going to crash. Like Absolutely. it always does. Yeah, it always does that. And I bet it's gonna crash when bookings first start. So mm-hmm. even if I, even if we did book something, either the twenty eighth or later on this year, we still probably won't even get on the ship until like twenty twenty three or something. Unless we wait and see if they actually offer deals. I'm a big fan of but, waiting for, uh, uh, like, not pre ordering anything. Uh, I learned yeah. my lesson with video games of like buying it the day of because yeah. uh, in the same way that like there was all there was automatically a lot of problems with uh, like Rise of the Resistance and mm-hmm. uh, just every video game that's come out. Um, mm-hmm. It feel it always feels like uh, like if you give it a couple of months. Everything mm-hmm. seems to turn out a lot a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that uh, we should. I'm a big fan of waiting and seeing what's going, what's going to happen. Yeah, in the hopes of it turning out better later. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, because no one has been on this, you know, ship, so we don't really know what the whole deal is. Um, 
I'm really waiting for them to come out and tell us, yeah, you can actually walk around the ship. You don't have to follow the exact itinerary that we're going to give you. Um, and I'm sure if there are, no, are enough complaints, they will drop that price tag. Because, um, I, I, I did hear that Disney cruises are actually a lot cheaper than this, correct, overall? Um, two, uh, so cruises are dying, uh, because of COVID. So like the whole economy of that is now up in the air, but like like in the past, you're still paying $4,000 or something for five nights rather than paying $4,000 for two nights. Yeah. And you get a lot more. Um, because, you know, you can put your kids somewhere and, you know, go off and do stuff. I don't think there's anywhere to put your kids in this cruiser, this Star Wars cruiser. Hmm. I mean, that's not, I mean, I haven't read anything about a youngling center or something like that. That's but no, point. I'm, I mean, what do you think about this opening date? Do you think this is a good date for this? I I think that it is. I think that like that especially in Florida, it like marches to the point where it's getting warm again, but not mm-hmm. like April. Mm-hmm. And so people will want to be outside and to be able to like enjoy themselves and not be sweltering in the Florida heat. Yeah. Just imagine if they opened this up in January. It would probably die before it even started. Oh God, I'd die yeah. on the die. I would die on the way out of my car. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite um, of a carbonite freeze. Carbonite freeze, cooking <laughs> monster. Um, <laughs> well, I believe we have um the last three episodes of Return of the Jedi to get into. Unless you got any other breaking news. No, nothing really big in the lightsaber world uh, that has happened in the past week or so. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet you we're going to get off this um, this recording, and there's going to be some breaking news that pops up later this week. And it's going to be like, oh, man, why didn't we wait? Because <laughs> um, we literally just recorded an episode not five days ago. But yeah. still, you know, kind of. Gotta cover the breaking news before somebody else says, which I'm betting everyone else has covered the news already. So, yeah. um, but yeah, Return of the Jedi, last three episodes. First thoughts? Oh, man. Uh, so, like, I had gotten to the point where this Lando sounded enough like Lando that I didn't, that I knew who was talking. Mm-hmm. Um, the. Same way goes for Luke. The uh-huh. uh, like, they had the same Ewok sounds. Yeah, like they did a really good job. Um, this Palpatine gets on my nerves, but like that's that, <laughs> again that that feels like a director choice, not a character, not like an actor choice. You know what I mean? You think Mick Diarmid would would have done it if they had asked him? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I and honestly don't is, know much about his because this is pre character. this is pre prequel. 
So. Yeah. After the second, after the first guy, but before. uh, Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, but Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing that I had a big gripe about is like a mechanical issue. Um, Oh boy. So like, uh, we had this, we had this discussion in A New Hope when they were fighting the Death Star for the first time, and like, Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have had it in stereo. Mm-hmm. And to be able to like to to, to put things into space, uh, to be uh-huh. able to like figure out where everything is, and uh-huh. like because like lightsaber fights should travel from ear to ear, and yeah, like, the and space battles should travel from ear to ear. And, like, again, like, when you watch the movie, you get to hear, like, the scout trooper speeders, like, <laughs> like as, they, as they, they travel across the screen. And yeah. I don't know if it's just, like, the YouTube version that I got of it, but it was rendered mono, and so, like, everything was static, and nothing moved spatially. Um, so, like, to me, I feel like that is a big detriment. Uh, to my listening experience. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Well, it must be the YouTube, because I never had an issue with it. Okay. Because I mean, if I really wanted stereo, I could plug my phone into my my dad's car and, you know, get some full floats down that way. Mm. So. I've got it plugged uh, into, like, my... Uh, I've got some uh, mixing monitors and some uh like a decent pair of headphones but like the confusion that i have is that like uh it must be the channel the version that i have of it because it's just pretty static Mm -hmm. but that's uh that's neither here nor there Mm -hmm. Uh, that's just a personal max thing so did you like the ending or was it just kind of i had forgotten about yub nub (laughs) (laughs) oh man I, I totally forgot about it because you don't you don't hear it anymore, you know? Yeah. It's not in any of the when was the last time it was on stream? Was it for the original special editions or no? I don't know. By the time that I saw it, uh I saw the I saw the remaster. Uh the first time I saw Star Wars was the remaster where they had where they used computers, they had the final, they had the different song at the end. Uh, they had Job of the Hut and Mos Eisley. So, like, I don't remember when it actually, like, when it canonically happened. Right. Well, the Job in, in Mos Eisley, that was in 1997. Okay. But then Lucas made another change in 2004. He made another change in 2011. Um, I think they made other adjustments throughout the intervening years until they finally dropped them on Disney Plus. But, I don't know. I don't know why they won't just give us the original versions. I mean, at least have give us the option to pick the original version. Yeah, I feel like there's... So, like... Uh, oh, man, I don't remember what podcast was talking about this. Uh, I think it was the I think it was the liturgists 
um, mm-hmm. with uh, Science Mike McCarg and Michael Gunger of the band Gunger. Mm-hmm. They uh, they talk about how like the ephemerality of uh, like the once in a lifetime feel of the director finishing a cut. Because mm. if you give the director another chance to edit it, he's going to edit it differently. That's how an artist works. Yeah. And, and the way that I want musicians to work. If I go see a band live and they sound mm-hmm. exactly note for note like the CD, I just paid 80 bucks to listen to a CD with like 800 people around me. Yeah. Like, no, I totally like, Breathe more I life into it. But also, I want to listen to the album sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I want to, I'm with you. I want to have the option. And I, I'm afraid that like, uh, the nature of, gonna, they're going to forget about the original versions. Um, now granted some original versions of films I could do without, like I don't watch the regular Lord of the Rings films anymore. If I want to watch them, I'm going to watch them extended. Um, but that's, that's not brings me to another thing. Why can't they just give us an option? To, have, to watch the extended editions of these films. It's not that difficult to insert scenes back into a film. You've got all the deleted scenes right there on the platform. Just stick it in and make a separate cut, and we can pick between two options. I don't care if it, flo- if it doesn't flow the way they want it to flow. It needs to happen, and the fact that they came out when the Harry Potter films came out, when they came out and said that the extended editions that you could catch on TV were not canon, or I wouldn't say canon, were not the correct versions of the films, there's something wrong with you guys. <laughs> um, but we're not here to talk about Harry Potter, we're here to talk about Star Wars. Star Wars goggles. Let's jump into the first um, into um, episode four here. Yes. Uh, Patter, pattern and Web, which opens up with the Alliance meeting on Home One. I believe it's Home One. No, is it? There's so many different Star Destroyers or revamp Star Destroyers they've captured. I don't remember which one it is. That's a good question. I don't actually know. Um, did you like the act, the voice actress for Mon Mothman? I thought she was okay. Yeah. I liked her, but I liked her better than the um, the lady that played her in the original episode six. No, I didn't know there was a difference. There's a little difference. This one sounds a bit younger. The, the one that that was in the original film sounds way older. Oh, and I think this okay. one, this one makes sense because I believe she was in her maybe. Uh, I'll have to. Is there a way to look this up? Her information. Uh, the actress in the movie or the actress no, no, in the no. radio drama? No, or no, the character, the actual character. When was when was the actual character born? She was born. Was born in 46 BBY. Okay. So she was the same age as Padme, actually. 
By 32 BBY, she joined the Republic's Galactic Senate. And mm-hmm. let, yeah. So she wasn't, she wasn't crazy old. No, yeah, she no, was in her fifties. No. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was the same age as Padme would have been. And, I mean, we saw her in Rogue One. So. And I'm bummed that they cut all her, her stuff from episode three. Because that really set the seeds for the Alliance. Uh, but, yeah, so we got Mon Mothma, we got General Maydeen, and we got <laughs> we got your problem, boy. We got your Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> From a spaghetti western. What the heck? <laughs> I don't, I can't even do an impression of him. Like, it is so no. jarringly different. <laughs> yeah, um, what you sent me in your message was um, some not so very nice words that we are not going to say <laughs> here on this podcast. Yeah, it's um, not like we're going to get demonetized, but we might get demonetized. No. Well, we probably will by some people. Um, no matter how many disclaimers or explicit um, notations we put in here. My baby's we'll sa- ears. Oh. <laughs> we'll save that for really dark episodes from some of these new live-action TV shows, because I can guarantee you there'll be some dark episodes. Um, Kenobi, I'm talking to you. Yeah, um, I didn't realize that this Akbar was so jarring until he pointed this out to me. <laughs> because the voice actor that does the original Akbar, uh, Eric Bowersfeld, I believe his name is, um, he, he does a lot of radio. He played, he voiced Boromir in the American Lord of the Rings. Oh. Um, I believe he voiced Bard in The Hobbit. If I'm not much mistaken, I'll have to look it up again. And I believe he might have been in the original animated Lord of the Rings. I I don't remember. Um, I know he voiced Bib Fortuna. In the original Return of the, Dead, of the Jedi uh, film. I don't know. So I, oh I know boy. he was in The Force Awakens. I know he was in The Last Jedi, but I think he died. Mm. Which is why they killed off Akbar in the first place. I did <laughs> not know that. I don't know why they couldn't just give a different voice actor, but... I guess people would have been up in arms about that, too. I don't know. The the guy that voiced Admiral Radis in Rogue One was pretty good. But, no. I see your point with this Aquan. Very jarring. You have anything else to say about him? My, I... This scene was was kind of wordy in the movie when they already, we were already able to see or hear people shuffling and moving around. But... When they were trying to, like, explain where everyone was in the room, or like, oh, wow, I see you, Luke, coming in over from stage left. Like, it was <laughs> that kind of stuff. What, like, this this whole Return of the Jedi is probably the weakest written. I, I, I can't stand listening to this. If I'm really, really bored and I'm out of new audiobooks, I'm, 
I might pull it up. You know, it's a short three-hour thing. But, no, I, first, I would rather re-listen to one of my Hardy Boy books that I have an audio rather than this jive. Oh, man. Like, they, they did get good Ewok sounds from the movies. Yeah. They did a good job of, like, expanding those scenes in general. I'm a yeah. big fan of that. Mm-hmm. I liked Luke's um, sarcastic dialogue when he's on the speeder bikes. Yes. Trip on bike. Luke on ground. Not good, not good. Time to bail out! <laughs> Um, which, I mean, that's something that the original Luke would have done, too. Absolutely. So, um, but no, not much to say about this episode. I mean, they go to Indoor, they, I don't know, I don't know if I like the way they, they cut some of these scenes, because we don't actually get the scene where Vader's, like, next to, um, Admiral Piet and asking where the shuttle is going. Yeah. Do we? Or do we get do we, we, we we get something different? We get a little bit different. We get uh, we get the the aftermath. Yeah, the and we get the people in the in the shuttle. Uh we only get their view of it. Yeah. Which I mean I understand it would have been a lot to go back and forth, but they could they could still do it. I mean yeah. they, they did they did stuff with Tarkin in um, A New Hope. Oh, you're right. They did. And I completely forgot about talking about that, which I, I actually love that part of the episode. Because we never get Tarkin's full perspective. You know, and why he never like left the Death Star. Wonder what, what would have, I wonder what would have happened if he had uh, escaped. Ooh. Do you think Palpatine would have like been pissed off at him? Oh, absolutely. For for, for abandoning the Death Star or or being overconfident? Yes. <laughs> do you think Palpatine would have? Um, so, do we even know what Palpatine's real thoughts were on the destruction of Alderaan? I don't know. Uh, I don't think that's like discussed. I mean. I know we're going off track here, but I mean, if I was Palpatine, oh boy, I wouldn't have done a whole plan. I would have done something else to make the Organas stay in line. I don't know what would have been probably equally as terrifying. Yeah, but like he see, yeah, I feel like he sees people as. Like, as pawns, and if you sacrifice a bunch of pawns just to look, make yourself look cool, then what you're actually doing is you're throwing away chess pieces. Yeah. Um, I, I did come t- across I did come across a fanfic where they are on the bridge of the Death Star. Vader, Tarkin, Leia, and Leia accidentally uses um or unwittingly uses the Force to try and shove Tarkin out of the way or something, and Vader realizes who she is or suspects, and Vader is the one that prevents Alderaan's uh, destruction. 
So it's like a it's like a Vader redeem thick. Oh. Set in episode four. Which there are quite a few of those. Hmm. Because you get um a reconciliation between Vader and Obi Wan or I don't know. Something we're not here to discuss fan fiction fan fiction. Why are we going off topic? <laughs> That's a strong we there. That's a strong <laughs> we. Uh, so, uh, so into the next episode. Uh, sir, so turns a galaxy, so turns a wheel. This is a very long title for an episode. Yeah, there's no need for that. Um, so what is this episode? It's mainly just Ewok village stuff. Trippio tells his story, um, which I actually thought was well done. I really liked uh, Trippio telling his story and R2 popping in the, in the background. I like I've that. Always, I've always enjoyed that, and I've always enjoyed R2 zapping Ewoks with his um, little jack arm thingy. Definitely. I mean, it shows a lot of personality with R2. <sighs> the uh, Go on. Uh, I'm a big fan of, like, I feel like in the movie that those scenes felt rushed, like they were shot rushed. I felt like they didn't, uh, this has allowed them to like breathe more. Yeah, I mean, you got an extra 20 minutes of yeah. talk time. Um, what I don't like is the fact that they dragged out the whole Palpatine monologue at the end here. I mean, were they trying to consolidate all the fighting to one episode? Which is fine, I guess, but... I don't know. They could have expanded... Here's, here's what I think. With these six episodes, instead of making them just 25 minutes or so, they could have made them a bit, a bit longer. Not an hour, but more like 40 minutes. But I mean, is there really that is there really that much to add to Return of the Jedi? Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really like hearing what. Uh, anytime that I get a good villain monologue, uh, I'm a happy man. But that's just because <laughs> I am a big fan of villains. So, like, listen, I love me some villain monologues too, and I, I agree that this one dragged on. It did. Um, to be honest with you, I don't like a lot. I don't like any of the Star Wars villain monologues. Yeah, they they, they they're too flamboyant. Um, and don't even get me started on Snoke. His monologue, I hated his monologue. L- loved Snoke. Mad that we didn't have enough footage of Snoke, but did not like his dialogue. Um. Very, very overconfident. Mm. So, you know, and I, 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 I even hate Voldemort's monologues, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Game of Thrones monologues for villains, I love them because they're so real. But I digress. Is that all for this episode? <laughs> I feel like we're moving through this awfully quick. Uh, we got off tap. We got off topic a lot, so it'll be nice to. Uh, sweep Stop. through this. So, 
the yeah. the biggest gripe that I have with this is the next episode, which includes Whoa. the lightsaber fight, which is the most boring sounding fight I've ever heard. Really? Yeah, no, no, not 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 that I think about it more often. Blood of a Jedi is probably my least favorite episode. I mean, man, like he, okay, I mean, hear me out. Uh, hear me uh, out. God. So like the thing about all the thing about like this fight is because this is the thing that got me into lightsabers. Lightsabers. And like, uh, well, like the other, uh, like this, the past one where Vader won was definitely it. And then this was the moment where I was like, oh, I want to be like Luke. And I think that not grumpy Luke. Yeah. Not cocky Luke. I think that like the first time I watched it, I wanted Vader to talk more. Mm -hmm. And now that I have gotten a radio play where he talks the whole fight. Because it's radio play and you can't have silence. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just want him to shut up and fight. <laughs> well, this was the episode where I, I felt the least disconnected to the act, the voice actor for Luke. He sound he did not sound Lukeish in this episode to mm-hmm. me. Just and mm, my my biggest gripe about this is the sound effects for the, for the lightning. I hated the sound effect for the lightning. It didn't sound like lightning. I legitimately it, had to like. I mean, uh, it sounded like an, an electrical short between two wires. Is what it sounded like. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is lightning sound, but it sounds more like a generic lightning. Yeah, like a stock effect. You know, it's it reminded me of Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um Man. I yeah, like, any other I, I think that I I feel like I would have loved to like when I watched the movie, I wanted Vader to talk more when he threw he was Palpatine. like Palpatine. Which and, he did. And he did, and I mm, I don't I'm not a fan of the lines that they chose for him as he threw him into the pit. I feel would like you rather have, would you rather him have said no? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm. I mean, like it. It felt like it. T- it felt like it was a different genre. It felt like this was a like that's the kind of line like down, down, down into the depths with you is like, Uh all right, we're doing Shakespeare now. Okay. Like, I just didn't understand. I don't, I didn't think that it fit the rest Mm -hmm. of the scene, but I, again, I'm being nitpicky about the writing. I feel like the acting Mm -hmm. was doing really good. Um, I feel like it was a little confusing with what was happening with, um, Lando, but like yeah. be- because it was all set to mono, I couldn't tell where anything was happening. Mm-hmm. It was just like explosions in my face, and then where the explosions were coming <laughs> from, Lando <laughs> also spoke. It was very, yeah. co- it was very confusing. But so like, which voice? Uh, but like I, like other than the nitpicky stuff, like I'm, I'm yeah. honestly all right with how this episode turned out. Yeah, I mean it was. 
you know, it's nice and clean, got a nice bow on top of it. Um, do you, which, which character do you think um, really carried the whole entire weight of this six-part adaptation, voice-wise? Aside from, I mean, we could say Luke, but that's not my choice, actually. <laughs> we could say Luke, but you could say Luke, Max, but you would be wrong. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> it's your opinion. I think it's Leia. Uh, it's Rupio, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Because he re- he's so... He really he's does familiar. do. He's, he's annoying, but he's original. Like, because I could say... I could say he carried all three plays, but... I would say Mark Hamill carried four and five. Billy Billy D. Williams definitely carried five. But if we're talking about this one alone, Anthony Daniels, hands down. Yeah. I mean, I I could say R2-D2 Chewbacca, but they're just sound effects. As much as I love them both. It's super. Oh, boy. Just so an overall rating on this whole entire radio play or all three of them as a whole. I I definitely think that it's a good experience. I feel like people I feel like I would want a lot more people to know about these. Mm-hmm. And like have it be it's, part of the the nerd lexicon. It's a good introduction to Star Wars if you've never watched the films before. Yeah. Well you're also left with different impressions of the canon, because some of this is really not canon. Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not referring to Marjorie. I'm I'm referring more to the early episode with, um in A New Hope the top is built the Death Star plans. There's no way to rework that anymore. Because we got Rogue One. Right. Um, do you think... Are you sad that they're not um, that they never did the uh, prequel trilogy? A little. Um, I, feel, I feel like we would have gotten more originals. We would have gotten a lot more Darth Maul. We would have gotten... Ooh, like, like, oh, like, uh, like what we what we didn't get in a radio play of the prequels, we got. I think we got more in the Clone Wars because the Clone Wars, as an animated series, got yeah, we're between two and three. But yeah. episode one, I just mean like I it mean, it got more traction, and so it got a bigger budget, and so they got to like do more other than like, all right, here is one radio play for episode one, one radio play for episode two, and one radio play for three. I mean, yeah, I get that. I mean, I, I read the book for episode one, so there are a couple things that are not even the deleted scenes um, that I really wish they had put in the film. Um, um, for example, episode one, actually, the book opens up on Tatooine. It doesn't open up with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. It opens up with the race that Anakin refers to, where Sobobo flashed him with his vents. Oh, yeah. Um, and I feel like that was an interesting 
starting point, because it does show Anakin's um, ability to use the Force. And like Luke, it shows Anakin with his friends drinking some sort of weird beverage. And his interactions with Watto. Um, and his talk with an old spacer that mentioned that he flew a Jedi once in a lot of time, which is where Anakin's Jedi dreams come into play here. Um, okay. There's also a really, really good segment where Watto sends Anakin out to trade with some Jawas. Anakin takes Droopy along, and they buy a bunch of droids. And on their way back, they run into an injured Tusken Raider. Oh. And Anakin has a completely different reaction to this Tusken Raider from what we got in episode two. Because Anakin treated, you know, the same people like just any other being. Yeah. You know, Anakin was in like a blind rage. So that really shows Anakin's innocence. I wish we had gotten more of that without all the icky dialogue that we got in the film. Yeah. Um, I think Radio Plays would have been really good for the sequel trilogy. Yes. I would like that. Like, because yeah. I, I feel like so much of that is coming out of left field for me. Like, I really don't know what their intent was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to be able to, like, pry open their brain and get a read on what is going on in their head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think um, you would listen to any other radio dramas? Because there are other Star Wars radio dramas out there. They're not canon, but they are out there. I think I would. Feel like, so we, yeah. I feel like this I, was this was good enough for me that like this would be a fun jumping off point here yeah. to go on and do other things. Yeah, and we can ask you if you want to. We can we can do that as a another topic. You know, focus on some non-canon Star Wars and talk about like it's uh like the can the canonical counterpart like instead of this they did uh disney's doing this now or like yes why they chose to do this initially mm -hmm. but like why we like what's happening now or why we don't mm -hmm. like yeah i feel like that's a really good idea and i have a really good one okay we can jump off we can do the dark forces trilogy yes Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352 and Instagram and Twitter at SU352Podcast. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening app because that is the only way that we're able to talk to, com to the computers inside our computer. Um, what is our email address, Peyton? It is SpecialUnit352 at gmail.com. Please send us an email. We would really appreciate it. And um and if it's not inappropriate, we'll read it on no. uh we'll read it on the pod. Yeah. 100%. And, and also I don't know, Max, would you would you call in? Uh oh, like a literal call in. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh that would be uh yeah, sure well, we would, we'd have to be able to do we'd have to move platforms cuz right now we're using Zoom. We'd have to move to a different software. Like what? Uh Discord. Yeah. They can at least send us an email, which we can read on Zoom, I guess. 
Uh, we look forward to talking with you guys next week. And as Peyton always says, May the force be with you.